Welcome to Message in a Bottle, a place to hear the Devar Ruach Elohim, or Word of the Spirit of God. During each episode, we will listen to a prophecy, together we will judge the prophecy, and collectively we will respond to that prophecy. We will also delve into topics around how to listen, test, discern, interpret, and apply prophecy. This episode will be entitled Seismic Shifting. This is Jeff, and in the studio with me today is David. Hey. And Steve. Hi. Hey, guys. So I'm going to start with a revelation. All of creation, the heavens and the earth, are responding. Will you see calamity or perceive my sovereignty? Question mark. Did I not say I was doing a new thing? Question mark. Will you see judgment or detect my grace? Question mark. With thunderings out of the depths will arise a new thing. It is I, says the Lord. This is my holy mountain. It is holy. It is not to be touched by uncleanliness. It will cause creation to shudder. Fear not, my beloved. Know you're protected and provided. New treasures, new power, new ways will come forth. Only those with pure hearts, courageous faith, and surrendered will dare approach, let alone touch my holy mountain. Do not fear. I'm about to confound the wise. Simply hosanna and make a way. My kingdom is coming. Hope in me, says the Lord. I am releasing my hope. I want you to entangle yourselves with my hope. I want to re-energize you to live in and out of this hope. It will fuel desires and yield purpose. The foundation of a society is not technology. It's not infrastructure. It's not government. It's not entertainment. It's not media. It's not religion. It is my people. It's my people recognizing my will, my power, my strength, my sovereignty through worship that enables the flow of truth, creativity, ideation, and innovation. I have heard the cries, prayers, and repentance. I know that heaven is standing ready to move. Do not fear. All of creation will respond when my command, go, is released. My beloved should not fear. Be prepared. The time is very near. When I say, go, the revelation will be unimaginable to the unrighteous. Beloved, stand in awe, wonder, and amazement. Well, this one's a fun one and an easy one to judge. But being as an elder, you would have to know the scriptures. And the scriptures that I want to give you is that God announces a new thing before it comes to pass, so that you may believe it. This is lines up with Amos three seven, uh, where the Lord says, "I will not do I will not do a new thing unless I share it with my friends, the prophets." Mm. Now we also know that in Acts chapter two, when the Spirit of the Lord was poured out people were able to prophesy. So one of the strengths of a prophet is to prophesy. So now all believers can prophesy because the gift of the Spirit is on all believers. 
So we see this uh, uh, an ability to hear these new things and announce them. Uh, so I see this in the first paragraph about the new thing that's coming. I also want to give you uh, John fourteen twenty nine, where Jesus says, uh, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit, but in verse 29 he says, I'm going to tell you this ahead of time, so when this God thing shows up, you can believe it. This is like the setup for the next paragraphs because the Lord is announcing what's going to come and dimensions of what, what's here. But scripturally, this is very sound prophetically because it lines up uh, with those two about God announcing. Now, in the scripture where God is going to shake, this lines up with Hebrews 12, 24 through 28, where Jesus now is uh, the new mediator, but he's mediating from heaven instead of earth. And his words shook the earth when he walked the earth. He says, now the heavens are going to shake. So this shaking lines up scripturally. This is what got me excited because I, I remember this from you know far off. And then we also have Second um, Corinthians five uh, seventeen, uh, where he's doing a new thing with us, uh, and that we are a new creation. And so these uh, areas are, um, to me, I see scripture really emphasized uh, lining this up as a prophetic word in this first paragraph. For, for me, this this was a different, there, there was a difference in what I usually am receiving when, I, when I'm getting revelation. Um, there was a, uh, it's hard to put words to it, but there was like a, a, a greater magnitude to it. it. Just, it felt different. It felt broader. Um, so it's bigger than a church. It's bigger than a town. It's bigger than a yeah. country. I think in the first sentence where it says, will you see calamity or perceive my sovereignty? And I think that's always important for us to recognize that when something comes forth, um, it's hard a lot of times because we get caught up in our natural to look at it like, oh, my God, this is awful and not recognize the sovereignty of God, that God is, there's going to be a lot of things that happen um, that we have no control over, but God is going to watch over and keep us. And and that's what I think is important here. He, he says it. I'm going to, hey, I'm going to take care of you through all of this. So what can seem like calamity to others can just be a proven um, a proven uh, hand of God at work in some capacity or other. Uh, and we have to go back to Romans eight twenty eight. All things are working together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. So what's working for good, even in the midst of calamity for us, is because we love God and are walking after his own purpose. So you can drop down to the part that only those with pure hearts, courageous faith, surrendered will, their approach. Now, we can get in trouble there with a little condemnation if we're not careful. So if you're listening to this and say, oh, my God, I had a bad thought, so I must not have a pure heart. No, no, no. No, we're talking about, we're talking about people who love Jesus and want to walk with him, have a, a desire to walk with him, because uh, he's the one that purifies your heart. You can't purify your heart. It's the blood of Jesus that does that. And 
he's the one that gives us faith. Faith's a gift. Um, but I think the surrendered will means that we're willing for him and open for him to do all of that. And I think that's what's important. Um, and so I think he's really, it, it, when you look at that, and you're sitting here wondering as you heard that and thinking, oh, my God, I'll never be able to touch God's holy mountain. No. No, if you believe and you walk with Jesus, he takes you into his holy of holies where you live with him all the time. Um, now, let's say, though, you're walking through some backsliding areas and calamity comes, you may be lost in what to do and how to do and 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 hope may even diminish more only because you're not focused on him it doesn't mean you're lost in the sense of oh dear you've lost your salvation or something like that um but you can lose your way you know if you refocus on something other than god uh when things begin to happen like that you know, I, I want to jump in here because as you started talking, David, I suddenly realized that this, I, I, I said earlier that I felt like this was, it had a magnitude. Um, I think that that is the right word because all of a sudden I started looking at this through new eyes and I'm like, um, I think I might be walking through this right now. Hmm. Do I see calamity? Or perceive sovereignty, right? Do I see judgment or do I detect his grace, right? I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second here. I think that this, this may have maybe a, a very, not just personal for me, but a very personal interpretation as well, mm-hmm. right? What's going on in our lives and how are we, how are we looking at it? Are, are to me, what I'm actually starting to realize is God wants us to have his perspective on it, not ours or the world's. Um, and then he starts talking about doing a new thing and out of thunderings from the depths. Well, you know what? Deep calls unto deep. That may be, I'm starting to think of this less maybe in the natural and more in our soul and spirit. Right, less physical and more soul and spirit application, maybe. But I just throw that out there for considerations. Right, what it then follows up with is um, he keeps telling us not to be afraid, not to be afraid, not to be afraid. So many times, but then he said, "New treasures, new powers, new ways will come forth." Well, isn't that kind of what we've been praying for in the move of God, right? That's kind of, I, I, I guess, and, and what he's asking us for, right, is pure hearts, courageous faith, surrendered will. Th- those are things that, that, yeah, that I guess I need to start hoping and developing and walking in and realizing that he is the supplier of those things. But he says, don't be afraid. Essentially, it's an invitation to come into that new. It's to come into the shaking. It's to come into the holy mountain where God the Father wants to have a face-to-face. Um, 
Hmm. One thing I want to touch on on the new treasures is a lot of ways we have preconceived ideas, or excuse me, I have preconceived ideas that I want God to work in this capacity, Hmm. and I want him to bless these people, and I want God to protect me in my work, and it's so... It's a selfish-centered prayer that if I stay focused on that, I will completely miss the new. True. The new is where I see from earlier prophecies, look up, get your head up, pay attention, be alert, because there's something new coming down the pipeline. But if you're so asphyxiated on wanting healing uh, ministries to go a specific way, and you have a specific approach, and God says, no, I want to interrupt that, I want to, I want to introduce a new thing, or just, just seeing um, flowing in new power. And a lot of times, I, I've had evidences that I thought I was going to go uh, lay hands on somebody to be healed, and they ended up being baptized in the Holy Spirit and started speaking in tongues. Now, they did get healed, but the overpowering gift showed up, but I didn't have any intentions. That was a new release for me, and it was funny that God got to, you know, trump over what my perspective was in the Spirit, and we went with where the Holy Spirit needed to go with this person. So a lot of times when I see new, I don't like the interruption. Mm-hmm. I'm usually not for it initially, but in this and what God wants to do, and it seems a little bit more with magnitude, that this is going to shake me. This this can shake me to the core. And uh, and David has alluded, having that pure heart and having that, you know, God works by faith, I, I can't just arm wrestle God to go the direction I want to go. Mm-mm. So this new thing and the emphasis of the new, uh, I I would just say God's doing a major invitation announcement, so look for it. Yep. I see that hope in me in the next paragraph, says the Lord, I'm releasing my hope. I really believe that if you're going to, you know, we we have the faith message that, that faith is based out of a substance of hope. What really this hope is is, have hope in the new thing. Have hope in me. If you don't, if you don't like the new thing, then just have hope in me. So I really see this centering us and grounding us um, that this can be overwhelming. Uh, what's coming? That might even be sort of, uh, hey, if your hope is any place else, hope in me. Right? It's it's misplaced right now. I think God's calling us to. Hope in him. Period. I, it doesn't say period in there, but if I would just put a period in there, I, it, there isn't anything else to hope in. Right? Hope in, hope in me. Well, and I think it says hope in me, but it also says I'm releasing my hope. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, he's given you an opportunity to line up with the hope that he's releasing that you can hope in him. It's not, you know, it's a wonderful thing about God is, and the wonderful thing about grace is that it, it is, it, he lavishes it on us. It, 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 it just always amazes me hmm. how he does that. So he says, hope in me. 
And so, you, you know, you got, okay, well, I want to hope in you. Well, no, he, he said, I'm releasing my hope. So just line up, just just open yourself up to what I'm releasing, and you will hope in me. Mm-hmm. And and what is hope? It's not wishful thinking. It's it's that. It it's just, I guess, would you would say settling into the very goodness of God that God is good, and that when we settle into that, that He's good, and He's always good. That's where hope springs eternal. I found in Isaiah 43 similarities, lots of similarities. I'll let the the listeners, if they want to go look it up and read it. I mean, it's a pretty big chapter, but it it, it is similar in nature to this, this section. So when we move forward into the next paragraph, the foundation of a society is not technology, infrastructure, government. It's not entertainment. It's not media, not religion. It's my people. Uh, we see where not to put hope in. Mm, it's a quick clarifier <laughs> here. Yep. Uh, don't put your hope in technology. It definitely disappoints, uh, and I'm in that field. Government, yeah, they follow through well on disappointment. Uh, but we do get caught up in entertainment and, and media. Uh, that uh, we like, and I'll speak from my, like listening to sports radios. We like listening to the professionalism. We like listening to who's in the fame and who's getting glorified in the world um, because it's not easily seen out of the scriptures. Uh, And it's redundant. It doesn't change. The media changes. Entertainment changes. The people, the faces, this. We want something new. We want something new. And I find that this is the catch. We've got an appetite that we want the new, but we don't necessarily want the new in the spiritual, but we like the new in the natural. So the Lord is really, to me, like doing a checklist and say, you know, this is, this is not the place you need to be looking for the new. It is going to come through my people, and you've got to begin to look for that. Well, and, uh, you know, if you— if you look at Revelation and you look at the beast, you know, some people always want to take all that literally, but you have to look at it through a window of symbolism. And if you look at the beast, you realize that that the foundation of typical society out here is that that they they ultimately have been taken in by this uh, what we call the different kinds of beasts that if you want to look at them, like anti-Christian government, anti-Christian entertainment, anti-Christian media, anti-Christian religion, anti-Christian economy, all of those things existed during the, even during the Roman Empire. And um, when a lot of that kind of uh, stuff was taking place, and it, it's still here, that, that those beastly things are still around, and they're still... Uh, trying to influence people. He, but he says, it's my people. That's what's important. That's the foundation. And I read something the other day that I thought was really cool, that Jesus fulfills us, but we fulfill Jesus. Mm. And the reason we do, of course, is because we're the building blocks and we're those places that make up his bride. 
So he fulfills us or completes us or we complete him. Well, God has a release date. We're just to pay attention, but we are supposed to be listening. The angels are listening. Heaven is listening for the command, go. So this is a prophetic word into the future. Uh, so it's a f- uh, foreknowledge of listening. You may hear the word go out of heaven. You may hear go out of your spirit in your inner man. Uh, but the Lord in this prophetic word is saying, I am going to say go. And from that, there's going to be a change, a shift, a new uh, that's coming. Uh, so this is one of these prophetic words that because there is a foretelling that's going on, we can put this in a safe place, come back six months a year, two years later, and go, uh, did I see the go? Did I hear the go? Did I pick up on the shift? Did the new thing come along? Mm-hmm. And in your case, this was given to you back in March, um, but now at the end of July of this recording, this has a deeper meaning to you because something has transpired in your life uh, between that time, and that's what I'm emphasizing here. Mm-hmm. This is one of those that you want to keep in your library, and you want to keep it toward the top. And you want to write a note, check in, uh, and come back to this, because this is a prophecy that it, it, it could come to pass quickly, or it could take the next 20 years to come to pass, because we're not told specifically the timing. Uh, and so judging this, this is one of those stay alert prophetic words. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that, that that's so important, is that, um, like Jesus said, you know, be alert, be ready, having your wicks trimmed and, you know, in other words, having your lamps burning brightly and so forth. In other words, always from day to day, I think, is 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 for us to be eyes wide open, a heart open to him, no matter what comes our way, um, so that we are ready for whatever, whatever happens. Amen. I want to go back to Hebrews 12, kind of put a wrap on the beginning of this. Okay. Because you don't want to downplay the seismic shifting. This is something, number one, it's out of our control. Number two, we need to respond to it. But you said it came with a great magnitude. When we read Hebrews 12, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel, See that you refuse not him that speaks. For if they escape not who refused them that spoke on the earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaks from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. This word, yet once more, signifies the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. So this Mm -hmm. lines up with, I'm going to shake and move the natural out of the way so that you can begin to see the heavenly or the eternal. And uh, and part of that eternal is having that pure heart confidence, having that sound faith in the Lord, being able to yield to the move of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And God is allowing all the other things to be shaken. And it's amazing, the year of 2020, We've seen government shaken. We've, we've seen 
uh, the medical environment shaken, and then by fear that many hundreds of or even millions of people are going to die because of what's here, things have been shaking. But True. they should be shaking that you have a clearer picture of what's eternal. Where Put your hope in that which is eternal. So quickly I can move away from any of those other confidence that you said don't hope in uh, because this, this thing has direction, and it has a solid direction. So I wanted to share that because uh, Scripture does talk about Jesus speaking out of heaven and shaking things. Okay, so let's bless the listeners then. Father, we know that you are always ready to pour out on us wisdom and understanding and lavish us with, with grace that really is beyond our imagination. So, Lord, in Jesus' name, we bless those and us in the studio. We bless them with a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and might, a spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord would rest powerfully in, on, and through them. And that, Lord, that what would erupt in us would be just a, a sweet hunger for more of you to watch and see every day and to keep ourselves ready for whatever it may be that's coming down the rail. Father, I ask that you bless me, the studio, the listeners, with the ability to wrap ourselves with your hope. And let that produce in us pure hearts, surrendered wills, courageous faith. Let us look to, rely upon, lean on, be carried by you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We sure would appreciate your feedback. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please click like or rate us with five stars. Be sure to leave a comment. If you have not already subscribed, please do that and turn alerts on. This way you'll automatically know when we release our next installment. You have our permission to share this podcast. If you would like a written version of this episode, you can find a link to our blog in the episode description.